Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Belated Happy New Year. Welcome to our first show of 2024. Glad to have you along, whether you're live with us on Saturday, January 6th in the morning or Sunday afternoon on the 7th or a podcast that whatever fits into your lifestyle. Glad to have you with us as we begin a new year. Lots to talk about. We this weekend is myself, Alan Perry. Charles Martin. I'm the Victoria Mac and iOS user group program director. Got so many titles. Uh, <laughs> London Drugs in-home tech specialist and the voice of the Apple Insider Daily podcast. Well, you're more than just the voice. You're the host. Yes. The, the writer, writer, the, the host, producer, the producer, the, the whole dishwasher. thing. Dishwasher. I'm, I'm all of Brian. Yes. And you in one show. Uh, and it's daily. But I can only keep it up for eight minutes at a time. Oh, so there you go. <laughs> there we go. I'm Brian Pavlicich, your Tech Talk producer. You guys have a good New Year's? Uh, yeah, pretty quiet for me, but uh, this is a good thing because uh, I love being able to walk around town, mm-hmm. and I love it when it's less crowded. So, yep. that was, uh, so that was fun. What about you? Yeah, I don't. I think we were in bed by ten, ten thirty. <laughs> like just <laughs> having a baby. Yeah. Yes. Is, is this the mildest winter that I? This is the mildest yeah. winter I can recall. It, it definitely is. Yeah. Like, yeah. We went for early New Year's with uh, friends down near um, Ross Bay Cemetery. Had the mm. nine p.m. New Year's, and then went and uh, Emma, our German student, and her boyfriend. We came back into town and went to the real New Year's down huh. in Centennial Square for the. Where they have the lights of wonder and live music oh, and yes. the whole bit. It was it was really nice. Yeah, was really I, I was talking to somebody who said they what they practice now is Ontario New Year's, so they just have to stay up till nine yeah. o'clock and they're good. And I don't know why I haven't been doing that already. <laughs> it was actually fun. You really makes your brain work. The thing I love about having a foreign student, and then we'll soon have a second one as well, is you have to explain things. So we were talking about New Year's and time zones, mm. and trying to explain that we have five and a half time zones in Canada. Oh yeah, because remember Newfoundland. Atlantic, Eastern, Central, Mountain, Pacific, and then Yukon. Wow. Yeah. So she's going, what? How do you get five and a half? And then we have to explain Newfoundland. They <laughs> yeah. were here before Canada. Anyway, it Newfoundland. was a lot of fun. Newfoundland. Yeah, a lot of fun. <laughs> then we went up to Long Beach for a few days. Oh, yes. Nice. It, it was awesome. Massive rainstorms, big surfing. They got the, the girls got to go out and surf for the first time and stand up. And then we got a beautiful day of sunshine, walked through the rainforest, checked out the beaches. Wow. It was cool. Really good. So yeah. off we go into the new year. That sounds so nice. Yes. So lots of stuff to talk about. The show notes in their new home. I think many of you got it bookmarked. But just in case, if you want your New Year's resolution, save you going ticka, 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 tech-talk.ca. T-E-C-H hyphen T-A-L-K dot C-A for our American friends, tech-talk dot C-A. They know what hyphens are. No, <laughs> they actually don't. I've had a couple people that uh, that have that I've run into that didn't know what that was. Look, had to look it up, and I say, just define hyphen, and, and it will tell you there. Uh, the big thing that's happened out there in the world, you will not like this, but you may already be aware of it, Item number 10. Oh, I should mention, by the way, because a couple of you have emailed. I love the fact that you pay so close attention to the notes there. The reason that there's often a gap, as there is this week, in the show notes between the last one in security and privacy is number four, and then there's a couple tech deals, and then we jump to 10. That's, Brian, you started that a long time ago very brilliantly because if people are giving us new warnings about scams or things like that, then if we put a new item into the security side, it would throw the numbers of everything else off. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Like exactly because our homework and our homework videos. So we always start in the fifties or we. 40s. Yes. Forties. Yes. Yeah. So we started that. Uh, oh, I know, a year and a half ago. So that's why tech news always starts at number ten. So if we add extra security thing in five, six, seven, it doesn't mess up all the numbers. And you're going, wait, you said it was fourteen, and now it's different. So we could just. I was thinking we could just do starting at one in every section. It's security number one versus videos number one. Yeah. Or is that conf- then, confusing? For yeah. People? I just thought we're trying to minimize confusion. We cause enough confusion as is. So, number 10. Rogers is raising rates for Shaw customers, not on value plans, Charles. I mean, I'm on a value plan, but but the point is that they said they wouldn't do this. In fact, they said the opposite. Well, yeah, we went back because I went back into the homework last night, and they didn't say they wouldn't. They just said that Rogers is buying Shaw and Videotron is buying Freedom Mobile, and that's going to bring prices down. And in some places it has. Yeah, on the mobile side, it's done really, really well. But on the internet side, and I'll I'll give them a... explain. Anyway, Shaw TV, internet, and home phone customers, if you are under the Rogers banner along with the rest of us, you are being notified on your latest bill that starting on January 10th, monthly service fees will be increasing by 3 to $4 a month. And you go, wait, 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 I'm on a value plan. Okay, the increases will not take effect until your value plan expires. Yes. So now, run in and get that lifetime value plan. Don't well, wait. that's literally what I was going to say, because, because and give them credit, a small amount of credit, they're giving you advance notice, the 10th. So if well, you are not... They legally a, have to do that. Yeah. It, <laughs> well, no, but they could have just done it and said, effective today, we're doing it. So because they've given you a few days leeway, the 10th, if you are not on a two-year value plan... Mm-hmm. You can go and get locked in on one now on the current rates, and you won't be paying these increases for two years. So, which got me asking, okay, what are the current rates? So, I've put them into the show notes with a little snip and paste there. So, it's now called Rogers Ignite. It used to be Shaw Blue Curve when it was things like that. So, their TV and internet plans... 95, 120, 140, 165 a month, depending on how much speed, and how many channels you want. Right. If you just want internet, mm-hmm. because more and more people are just doing that and you know streaming stuff that way, $55 a month for internet, $75, $70 a month for $250, $80 a month for $500, $90 a month for $1,000, $100 a month for $1.5. That's on a two-year value plan, and then you'd have to figure out what to do at the end of two years. Right. Now, I will point out, if you look at these charts, the way you've arranged them, you can see how much more watching commercial television adds to your bill. Yes, 55 well, if we go to the 250 would be $70 a month on internet right, only. Right, so that's $50 more for television. Yeah, and then it jumps to 95 so 20 yeah, yeah. 20 yeah. It goes and I, on. I, I believe me, I understand the appeal of television generally but uh my wife and i just well we're busy people so we don't have much time to watch tv anyway but with the help of the ctv app and the global app and the cbc app and streaming services we have more television than we could possibly consume yeah and i Mm -hmm. we just have not missed cable in their non-stop ads at all i haven't had cable since i moved out of the house like Forget, right. forget cable. I have no interest whatsoever in it. Right. I mean, I'm not watching ads. If I'm paying for something, I want yeah. to stream it. 
um, and I don't want to wait to stream it or to watch it. I want just streaming on demand, yeah, and that's everything the on demand. Be. That's what I like. Yeah. yeah, I'm a news junkie, so I do like having access to all the live news now, not having to watch it later on, things like that. So news we still do for now. Yeah, big that one. So I thought, okay, well, if that's what Rogers is doing now, what's happened to TELUS? So I just spent a few times and snip, snip, put them in as well. By comparison, TELUS is a bit more expensive for TV and internet bundles. Mm-hmm. The uh, the bottom end Rogers one is ninety five dollars a month. The bottom end Telus one is a hundred dollars a month for internet only. The bottom end one on Rogers is fifty five dollars a month for internet seventy five. They yeah, don't have that. Yeah, but if you compare that. like to like, yeah, uh, it's seventy versus seventy five. Yeah, for because uh, the lowest one you have here is uh, offer for yeah. Telus is seventy is. 250. They've grouped them into fast, faster, yeah. and fast. Anyway, so there you go. New Year's resolution. This is something that our friend Ron Fraser always says, Brian, use the New Year as an excuse to take a look at what you're paying for different services yeah. and say, can I make a change now and do it? Because a lot of people just keep paying what they are paying. It can be really crazy. Like you can be yeah. paying several hundred dollars in, in all these different fees. Yeah. One thing I would like to point out about the Rogers television plan is that at the bottom there it says includes uh, Apple TV Plus for three months. Take advantage of that to learn how much you're going to love streaming. <laughs> yeah. There are some great shows yeah, on that's Apple pr- TV Plus. That's probably the really big takeaway. If you're traditionally using your remote and you know watching um, Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune and local news and hockey games, right? That world is shrinking very rapidly and the big thing about streaming why it's worth learning it's not hard to do but the big thing about it is it then lets you watch what you want when you want yeah at uh, completely on your schedule on demand all the time but the other thing is that services like apple tv plus do not have ads period full stop you get to watch the entire program uninterrupted unless you want to get up and get a drink in which case you just pause it and then you can resume this is so satisfying compared to regular yeah. television in my opinion okay now skip to item number 17 we'll take a quick break but when we come back yeah amazon prime, prime. video is going to start showing ads well they you you have an option to avoid them if you pay more if you pay more yeah. yeah, we will talk they're, about that. They're, they're and taking a lesson from Rogers and Tellus. <laughs> and we like. haven't talked yet. We will do this as well as open up the phone lines right after this break. When we come back after the break, we'll just do part two of this conversation because this is important as well. Rogers is raising rates for Rogers wireless customers as well. We'll talk about that, but we'll also open up the phone lines. John's already anticipated and is holding 250-386-1161 on any phone when we're live on Saturday. Star 1070 mobile phones in Canada. Texts if you're in Canada 107010-107010. Please include your first name somewhere beginning or end of your text. 19 after the hour on our first Tech Talk of 2024 as we continue with Alan and Charles and Brian. And John, we'll coming to you on the phone in just a sec about how to print PDFs here. But I just wanted to do part two of the price hikes so you can grit your teeth and we'll get that over with. Rogers is also raising rates for Rogers wireless customers. Again, if you're under contract, you're covered until your contract is up. Otherwise, you'll be paying several dollars more a month for service starting on your first bill after the 17th. 
The more expensive plans will go up by as much as $9 a month. Rogers says lower-cost plans will see, open quote, smaller increases, close quote. They're not saying how much smaller. Now, this doesn't apply if you've transferred from Shaw Mobile. Yes. That gift just keeps on giving. Yeah. As long as you don't make any changes you to your plan. If you don't make any changes to your plan, you're locked in. I think the price is locked in for five years. So four and a half years coming up. Yeah. yeah. yeah about right. that. April of 2020. Four years. April 2028. I'll probably yes. be dead. <laughs> hey. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so that's an important point. As long as you don't make any change to your plan. Yes. And a and lot of people have. We've been moving a lot of people off because you've been taking advantage of the Canada-U.S. and now the Canada-U.S.-Mexico plans, Brian, that, that Freedom Mobile now is to head off Now, to head off a question, and the question I was going to ask you off air, but I think other people are going to want to know, is if I make a plan to my cable television, does that nullify my wireless deal? No. Ah, no. that's what we yeah. want to know. Mm-hmm. Right now, they are still separate. Rogers Wireless and Rogers... Cable, Take, yeah, cable TV, right. This will be the year that they bundle those together. Yeah. And they will, well, they'll offer you incentives right. to then bundle together because then we get you out of that five-year $0 guarantee. So that's it. Yeah, it's, it's, been, a, it's been a big... Now, I'll say one thing about... Because everyone's going to go nuts about, you know, Roger said they weren't going to raise rates. They never said that. They just said, it'll bring prices down. Look what they look what they just did. Item number twelve. In fact, you can play the video if you want, Brian. That is that is embedded within item number twelve. There, Rogers is another step closer to offering satellite to phone service. You may have seen this. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't worry, we're not Loading. off the air. That's just a glitch. I love the sound of this. No narration on this one. SpaceX successfully launched 21 more satellites into Earth orbit. What's the big deal? It included six direct-to-cell satellites, the first to go up there. SpaceX says that this will enable the startup later this year of satellite-to-phone service here in Canada via Rogers. If you're listening to us in the USA, T-Mobile will offer that service. Mm -hmm. If you happen to be listening on the web in Australia, Optus will offer that. And in Chile, Intel. Those are the first big four. Nobody else. This is going to be huge news for people who live in rural areas, like a friend of mine in Shirley. Yeah, Shirley Delicious. Um, Or if you are out on the water a lot. Yes, or if you're out on the water. Yeah. Or if you're just, you just generally are in a remote location, either on vacation or because you live there. Absolutely. uh, The satellite, the bottom line about the satellite service is it's it's mainly going to be a big benefit for people who otherwise have difficulty getting access to regular internet, reliable internet speed. Driving to and from Long Beach, you know, there's a whole lot of new areas now that have cell coverage, but there's still a whole lot of areas through there going through Sutton Pass where there is no cell coverage. And the big deal about this, Brian, is you'll just, you'll need a new cell phone. Like it'll be the the newest model, but that's all you'll need. Right. And you're going to be getting a new cell phone at some point in the future anyway. Yeah, so, so it's not mm-hmm. like you have to go and get a special model. It's just no, going no. to be, the, you know... This will be standard. <laughs> Remember yeah. the original yeah. satellite phones that oh, were the yeah. size of, a, of your head? And cooked your brain, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so, that, so that's an expensive proposition for companies like Roger. So when they raise the rates, okay, not happy, but at the same time, they're investing a lot of money in this technology, and that has to come... This, this will also help rescue even more people, Apple has this feature... 
Yes. Called uh, Satellite SOS. Yeah. And that has saved so many people. We get reports about it at Apple Insider all the time. Yeah. And and this will this expand by expanding that network, more people yep. will be able to take advantage of that, and hopefully, other phone companies will start adding that feature mm-hmm. to their phones. Yeah, because right now it's pretty much iPhones. Yeah, there we go. Okay, to the phone lines, John. Happy New Year, John. Hey, Happy New Year to you too, Dave. Uh, oh, whatever. Just don't call <laughs> me late for breakfast. Yeah. How how can we help? Uh, we got a new, brand new computer yesterday. Oh yes. Learning. That was your first mistake. <laughs> yeah, new tower. And I got an email from uh, our daughter asking to uh, uh, print four PDFs. Yeah. I got the PDFs in, into uh, into the file. It says save print output as. Then on the bottom it has file name, save as type PDF document. Right. Yes. But I tried to print those four uh, PDFs, but they won't print. Okay, so you've opened them up where you saved them in the computer? Yes. Okay, and did then you did Control-P to print? Well, I just, yeah. Okay, no, or no, you, if, you did, you if, you, if the, you did something different, I want to know, because there's two ways to do this. Yeah. What way did you do it? It's, either, it's okay either way. What did you do in order to start to want to print them? I went to the three dots at the top, mm-hmm. top right-hand corner. Yep. Or I uh, just below that, there's the picture of the printer. Print. Yep. Okay. And when you did that, it popped up the print screen, and it told you what printer it was going to use. What print did it say? What printer did it say for you? It didn't say anything. Uh, the uh, Okay, so if it didn't say anything, they, because this is a new computer, did you connect your... Pr- I know this sounds dumb, forgive me. Did you connect your printer to the new computer? It is print. Yes, it prints from, okay. the, uh, from the computer. Okay, so when you do Control-P or the three dots in print or the printer icon, it yep. brings up the print command menu, and it tells you which printer it's going to use. And if you don't see yours there, then you need to click on that drop-down menu at That's the top right. and pick your printer. Yes, as soon as I uh, used uh, the uh, icon for the printer and I click on that, the page that I have, the uh, Save Print Output page, yes, it just uh, flutters a bit and then nothing happens. Okay, so what we need to do is make sure that this is set as default. So um, the easiest way to do that is going to be to go into your control panel. Go um, view, I'm doing this in memory, view devices and printers in little blue print. If you don't know where your control panel is, just type it into the search box at the bottom. uh, C-O-N, yep. Yep. And then you want to right-click on your printer and make sure you choose the option set as default printer. Set as default printer. Does that make sense, John? So control panel, view devices and printers, look for your printer there. Right-click on it and choose the option Set as Default Printer. Then when you do Control-P or the three dots in print or the printer icon, either way, you should see your printer already listed on the right. on the list. That, so then, then you can then, just print. Then you'll be able to see when you do Control-P, yeah. as you said, it'll automatically fill in the right printer. Yeah. If so, that... so you start with the uh, blue window on the bottom? Yeah. And you go C-O-N and click on Control Panel. 
I'll put you on hold because we've got a break coming up and we'll talk to you during the news update. That's the thing about, and that's why a lot of people hold off getting new print, new computers, because there's all these extra little settings yeah. that are done in there. But right. that is a good thing to know the other half of this. If you don't want to print something, you want a PDF of a web page or something like that, mm-hmm. do Control-P or on a Mac, Command-P. Yeah. And then instead of choosing your printer, change it to, on a Windows machine, Microsoft Print to PDF. And on a Mac, save as PDF. Yeah, either way. And then you've got a PDF, whether it's one page or 17 pages. Right. If it's a really long thing, it's a really handy way to do it. Remember uh, to change the printer back. Yes. Oh, sure. Uh, you should always check what print you're sending it to, whether it's PDF yeah. or whatever. We're human nature. We don't. We just go Control-P and go, ah! And hit Control-P, Control-P, Control-P 17 times. Yes, yes. And then when your grandson Alan's comes over... Alan's made a career out of this. And then when your grandson comes over and changes it for you, you get 17 copies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> we are humans. That's why we're here. Okay, lots more coming up on our first show of 2024. Stay with us after a news update. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry. On CFAX 1070. As we roll on for our sure, 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 brain, brain, brain went on vacation. As we roll on for Should our Should have gotten the extended warranty on that. <laughs> our first show of 2024. <laughs> that is the voice of none other than... Charles Martin, the VMUG program director and now voice of the Apple Insider Daily Podcast. An Apple Insider writer from time to time. And you come in normally. You were ATAN on the first... Uh, before the beginning yes. of the month, because the VMUG back after our Christmas meeting in person, back yes. to back to Zoomy Land on yes. Wednesday night. Yes, we'll be back. To, we'll be back to Zoom Land as uh, as you mentioned. Yes. And what will we be doing? Ah, uh, uh, oh, uh, well, there's a couple of different things that we're going to be doing, and a very interesting topic, I think. Um, two very interesting topics. Uh, the first one is that Atan's going to give us a little presentation on something called Elephas. Um, which is a chat GPT plugin for the Mac. Yes. So that's handy, oh. right? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, if, you, if you're if you on Windows, then if you've updated lately, then you will notice you have Copilot now. And yes. this is kind of trying to do something like that for the Mac. The uh, the By the way, speaking of that, um, uh, I just lost Yay, my brain. Yeah, I'm not the only one having a no. brain fart. Uh, the, um, the Copilot is now available as an app. Yes. For the iPhones and iPads. And iPad, yes. and you'll be able to use it on a Mac soon, yes. even though it's the Yeah, app. for you, some reason they announced it all at the same time, and then the Mac one didn't show up, so yes. maybe they're doing some last-minute yeah. testing. But I, the t- item number 20 the in the show of, notes is there, yeah. the link on Copilot. It's awesome. It's so much faster than the previous Bing iteration where you had yeah. to tap it and wait because yeah. it had guardrails, so like a nine-second timer on what did you ask me or am I allowed to answer that? So yes. the new version is... Really fast. The big question yeah. is how do you properly ask Siri to ask Copilot so that yes at, yeah, at the it, moment you would say open you would tell Siri to open Copilot yeah you can you, can, yeah. you can't ask the question that will probably be coming because Apple is going to uh, unveil their AI powered Siri update in June because they've been sort of quietly sitting back yeah, yeah letting Microsoft and Google go out and do some amazing things in ChatGPT they this s- is this is Apple's modus operandi. Yeah, is yes. they come along, is they watch everybody else innovate, uh, and sometimes they innovate themselves. But, but yeah. they usually just watch everybody else innovate, see where the wind is blowing, do it, and eventually come out. And when they're ready to do it even better, yes, they yes. come out with it. 
So they've apparently invested (laughs) $1 billion U.S. quietly in developing their own Ajax AI model. So they've done all their own, planning to add it into Siri and unveil it at WWDC, which is the Worldwide Developer Conference coming up in June. And I want to mention that they're not coming late to this game. They have been quietly doing a lot of stuff. I've noticed, for example, that when I start texting things, I rarely have to actually write an entire word. Yes. I, it, it, it is very intelligently filling out what I want to say. That, uh, that maybe is one of the few areas. I find Siri is like so difficult. I repeat myself so many times. It's not she. It's not listening most of the time. You and I need to sit down. I need to watch you doing yes. this. because You're doing uh, something wrong. Because she always I've shown gets this. it wrong yeah. on every device I've ever used. It's like so many mistakes. All her, The punctuation is horrific. Everything is a run-on sentence. Um, Do you have your I, auto punctuation turned on? Yeah, yeah. Okay, but we I, need to I practice. I end up narrating yeah. it anyway because okay, if I, I want to see this. She just doesn't think that a period exists. In the last couple of weeks, I've done it for a lady who has an incredibly um, strong Scottish brogue, for a lady who has a really beautiful Spanish accent, mm-hmm. for a fellow that has a Polish accent, and they're having absolutely no problems. They're just chattering away to their voice. family. So I want to hear, I want to see what you're doing. I find yeah. every assistant is like this. When I was yeah. using Google at home, it was just a comedy of errors all the oh. time. I was going to start a skit show of how hard <laughs> it is to try to communicate a simple command to Google. Wow, I want to see this. Brian, if every assistant is having trouble, the problem is you. <laughs> Maybe I just don't speak very clearly. <laughs> By the way, speaking of Google, chat GPT, item 22 in the show notes, could soon replace the Google Assistant on an Android phone because a lot of people do find that the Google Assistant mm-hmm. is clunky. It, it like, can be. Yes. Yeah, it can be. Uh, and again, you can find ways to work around it, but if you can use ChatGPT, code found within the latest version of the ChatGPT Android app suggests you'll soon be able to set it as the default assistant app. You just won't be able to say, hey, G-O-O-G-L-E, you'll have to press and hold the button. Right. But you will be able to make it the default assistant. So take a look at that stuff. That is really well worth. So Any, there you go. Anyway, getting back to the meeting. Uh, so we'll be talking <laughs> about Eliphas that started us off on this ChatGPT. E-L-E-P-H-A-S. Eliphas. Have you ever heard of that, Brian? No idea what it is. L-E-P-H. Well, that's why we go to these meetings. That's right. And then our main topic is going to be New Year's resolutions. You, me, Brian, this room is the perfect room for this. We go to people's houses and watch Mm -hmm. them in their natural habitat using (laughs) computers, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we have learned over the years, uh, I'm just coming up on five years, mm-hmm. uh, we have learned over the years that the things that people are terrible at. And so we're going to focus our January meeting on getting regular with backups, getting regular with updates, uh, using the health app that is available to you, and the big one, passwords. Yes. Stop Stop using 77 pieces of miscellaneous paper that are spread out all over your house. Yes. <laughs> but we've got to get you out of that because someday this is going to get you into a serious jam. Well, soon yes. we won't have passwords. It's all, I think it's all going to be like pass keys or your We're password manager. Yeah. We, can, we the, cannot get to biometrics fast enough as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Yes. And Apple is – this is another area where Apple leaped forward of everybody yeah. a bit. But the, uh, but the problem is universal adoption is going to take some time. And if you want to see how big a deal passwords are, item 26 in the show notes, Charles pointed this out, a ridiculously weak, open quote, password caused disaster this week for Orange España, Spain's second biggest mobile carrier. 
some hacker out there saw that um, the way that it's a little complicated, but the way they manage the global routing table that controls which networks deliver their internet traffic right. is a system called RIPE, R-I-P-E, Regional Internet Registry, but it translates into Spanish. So some hacker said, let's see if I can get in there. And he said, oh, I need a password. Let's try RIPE admin. Yes, that was the password that, for the entire so second largest carrier in Spain. Yes. <laughs> They got it like that, and so then they screwed everything up. There, wow. are, there are a lot of businesses and, and large enterprises, for that matter, yeah. out there that because they're working with humans, they need to keep it as simple as they can. Yeah. And so they sometimes allow very weak passwords like that. Yeah. Or they keep it as the default password, thinking nobody will ever know. <laughs> yeah. A lot of devices that required passwords came out of the box, and the default password was password. Yes, yes. For many or years, <laughs> yeah, when Shaw first came out with their new generation, now old generation routers, yeah. if you wanted to change the name and password for the router, mm-hmm. it was cusadmin was the password, customer yeah. admin, C-U-S-A-D-M-I-N. Yeah. St- I still run across that, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it's that common fact. Anyway, soapbox is away there. Okay, um, before we go any further, uh, Brian, there is um, one passing that we should note. Recognize this song, 1976, Hutch of Starsky and Hutch. David Soul passed away this week at the age of 80. Don't give up on us, baby. Don't make that seem right. He went and moved to Britain, came back. All his five sons were in the USA, also in Here Come the Brides and Magnum Force. But he had a number one hit in the USA, Canada, and England with this song. Yeah, this album was very popular in 76. And remember, he was still on TV at the time. Yeah, yeah. That's before your time, Brian. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Uh, One other passing, not a passing as in dying, but a huge thing that I I went, ah, I really miss this one because we've featured... We featured his videos uh, many, many times uh, over the years. Tom Scott. No, Tom's fine. He's good. But he has been putting out a video a week, every week, has not missed for 10 years. I can't keep this up. This is my dream job, and I have a lot of fun doing it. I know I'm incredibly lucky, but a dream job is still a job, and it's a job that keeps getting bigger and more complicated. I am so tired. There's nothing in my life right now except work. I did get close to burning out, but fortunately I always knew when to step back from the brink. And it's not like I can drop the quality back down. That's not how YouTube works these days. Over the last year or so, I have talked to some folks who are more successful than me, who were in this position a few years back. And it's clear that I now have two possible choices. Well, I'm not going go watch. It's a really good video that he's done here, if you want to skip to the second and version. He's, of, and he's excellent at it. Yeah, and so this is, this is how... You need to watch it. I'm not going to give away the secret, but you need to watch the ending. Yeah. I need there to be things in my life that are not work. And it's been years since that's been true. I never celebrated the milestones. Subscriber numbers weren't ever my goal, so I never did any big so many subscribers thank you videos, but still, thank you. To you watching and to everyone who's helped along the way. I did think that I should end this with a big, syrupy, sentimental, self-indulgent montage and head off into the sunset. And you know what? Just this once, for the first time in 10 years, 
that's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> Go watch and see what he does. It's really kind of cool. Thank you, Tom, for everything that we have learned. Uh, things I never knew existed. Trying things that, you know, I, I would have loved to have been Tom because he's done so many of the things that we've talked about on this show that I think, Brian, Charles, we would all love to have yeah, tried. He's a make-your-own-adventure guy. Yeah, yeah, but they were always unique things. He did not pick up on fads. He tried stuff, asked questions, so it's really awesome. So, yeah, he'll, I'm sure he'll be back after a break in some format or another, but do watch how he how he says goodbye after 10 years of, of weekly videos. That I, was cool. I can very much relate to this. Last year, at the beginning of last year, I made a resolution that I was going to review one film a week. Now, it wasn't for a publication like I have often done in the past. It was yep. just so I could keep my typing, you know, my, my writing skills up. And that was hard work. Yeah. That yeah. was really hard work. And uh, I decided this, this year I'm still going to set myself a creative challenge because I like to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, this year I'm going to be reviewing CD box sets, but not one a week. <laughs> one a month. Yeah, Let's see how that like goes. Yeah. Yeah. I think there will be less because I really was towards the end of the year feeling like, overwhelmed yeah we'll ask alan how much it takes to put the show together yeah, every week. I, tell me yeah yeah but we've been doing that i don't know how many years now somebody asked me i gotta figure that out and figure i've that been here seven uh, somewhere so, around 20 i think i can't remember wow dinosaurs <laughs> were roaming the earth when we started this so anyway barb on the phone line we'll come to you when we come back after a break thanks for staying with us 19 before the hour on tech talk no it's not 19 it's 48 12 before the hour babbling too much here. Back to the phone lines. <laughs> Alan and Charles and Brian and Barb on the phone. Happy New Year, Barb. Happy New Year to you guys, too. Thank you. I'm going to Jamaica next week. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. And I was just wondering, what is the best SIM card that's out there for me? What, what phone do you have and what carrier are you on now, please? I'm with Rogers yep. and our Fido, you know, same thing. No, that's a key difference here. I'm really glad you said that. That yes. is a key difference. Oh, Fido is a dog. No, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Smack yeah. Charles. They're different networks, but they have different options that you can do here. So that's why I was asking. So okay. okay. So I'm on Fido, and I have an iPhone 13. Mm. Okay. Nice. How long are you going to Jamaica? Just for a week. Can we come carry your luggage? No. Um, <laughs> so probably the best bet would be to use an app called Aerolo. A I R A L O. Mm-hmm. It's free. The app is free. And then I'm going to look at it right now. Siri, open Arrow And oh, then we'll see. You just triggered what... a whole bunch of people at home now. No, we've discovered what it is. When I say her name, it only triggers on people who have home bots. Well, yeah. I actually called a bunch of people back saying, How is it triggering? And they said, It's home pods. It listens to anybody's voice on a home pod. There yeah. we go. Okay, so for Jamaica, J A M. AI. AICA. So you have a couple options here. Um, you're going for one week. One gigabyte of data will cost you $9.50 US. Mm -hmm. So that would be that one there. Mm -hmm. On the other option, if you want to be able to make the occasional phone call, because you would use your data. So on an iPhone, you could use FaceTime, WhatsApp, Signal, Skype, mm -hmm. when you need to communicate with people. Just no right. But if you did want to do um, some calls, data, and texts, then the other option would be to use the Aerolo Global eSIM, which would be $15 US. That would give you one gigabyte of data, 
10 minutes of phone calling and 10 outgoing texts. And again, be good for seven days. And then you would just add that as an eSIM onto your uh, iPhone 13. You mm-hmm. turn your FIDO number off once you arrive and yep. run it on there. All right. Okay, I think I have that information from a previous uh, show that you did, um, all yeah. the information about changing the number and da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put into the show notes when we take a break for the news, I will put in an updated note. And Patrick, this will answer your question on email as well. I haven't yet converted all the travel tech tips over to the new uh-huh. uh, website. There is a link there that says travel tech tips, but the Aerolo Global eSIM is missing because it just says it's a PDF, and I've got to add the PDF in. So I will grab that during the news and put that in for you, Barb. The other thing we should okay. mention about Aerolo is that you don't activate it when you first get it. You activate it when you get on the ground in Jamaica. Yes. Yeah. That's important yeah. Unless you're using the global one, in which case you can activate it before here, before you get on the plane. Right. Make a test call, but don't answer it so you don't use up one of your 10 minutes, and then you're confident. Ten, ten minutes isn't much. Yeah, this is for people that really need to call their grandma who doesn't have any other communication other than a home Oh, don't call your grandma. She'll be on for more than 10 (laughs) minutes. You know. (laughs) There you go. Does that make sense? Yeah. If you don't do this option uh, and you just take your phone with you and run off to Jamaica, then you'll be paying $17 a day to Mr. Fido. Oh. For roaming. Yeah. There's a Mr. Fido? Yeah. There you go. So I will put that note in there, and that'll be there for anybody else that wants to go traveling as well it's a, we've used it it's a really awesome system i will mention not probably not for you barb but for anybody else there is a third option freedom mobile still has that introductory offer which is the first in canada and it is called rome beyond yeah 65 dollars a month 60 gigabytes of data Good in 73 countries, and let me see if it includes Jamaica, because it tends... Yes, it does include Jamaica. You would have to be on that plan for at least three months, and then you could go back down to a much cheaper plan. Right. But that's another option. Then your phone number would just work. Nothing for you to do, but But for people who travel to Europe every year or roam around a lot, uh, this is definitely a plan you should look into, because, of course, they're partnering with the carriers down there. Yeah. So it's not like you have to worry about the signal. Yes, 73 countries. I'll put that into the show notes as well because that's a phenomenal one. It's an introductory price, $65 a month. We're guessing, Brian, it's probably going to go up to somewhere closer to $100 a month yep. because to have coverage in 73 countries is kind of amazing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It so, is definitely for people who regularly travel, not the rest of us. Yeah, but if you signed up for it now, we've got a couple of people that have already had it and they're off there. If you're listening to us with your family down in New Zealand now, uh, then yeah, um, then you're you're on that $65 a month price until you make in. a change. You're locked nice. in. So, But I'm guessing sometime in here. It's still flagged as introductory offer. Okay, huh. quick break. Back with more. As we roll on for Tech Talk, lots more coming up in our second hour. We unfortunately have some new scams to to warn you about, about which to warn you. Also, a couple deals here that we have found, and this will make Charles go grrr. Uh, Amazon Prime is about to start charging you extra money unless you were willing to watch some ads on Prime Video. Yeah, now they have said, to be fair to them, they have said that there will be far fewer ads than you would get on commercial television, but that's almost impossible not to go 
fewer ads that you can see on commercial television. Yeah. So, <laughs> girl. Yeah, it's like one to one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> one for you, Charles, from Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. Is there a way to get a password into Keychain? She emails, if you didn't do it initially but want to at a later date. Thank you. Now, Keychain is Apple's password. Yeah, that's their password manager, yeah. which I highly recommend because uh, it stays on device. It's encrypted. Uh, it is synced across devices, but it's synced encrypted. So yes. Apple never knows what these passwords but are. We should also clarify that now it's called password and keychain. And yes. passwords is an, a, 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 no, a facet of your system settings. And key, a key, the keychain is still a different thing. Yeah. And the most user-friendly thing is actually the passwords. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. You know, no. accessing those through your settings on your iDevices or your Macs. Yes. Yes. The easiest way, to, so the, the short answer is the easiest way to add a password retroactively is to uh, go to um, your, uh, go on an iOS device. It's easier there. Yes. And open up either the passwords panel in settings or go into Safari and uh, act tap on the password section in there and add it there. Okay. Uh, you know, on the Mac, you have to use keychain access, and that's a little bit more, a little bit less user-friendly. Yeah. Oh, but no, you can just use, they have the same version as like on the iPhones now that's in settings, passwords. Yeah, they have finally, yeah, they have finally added, but that's only for people who are bang up to date, which not yeah. everybody oh, sure. is. Yeah, you might not be able to. I loved, key, I was always using keychain as it was, but I admit that it wasn't super user-friendly. Right. The idea is that, let's say you log into um, company X on your iPad, and then you later want to log back into that company on your iPhone, the password will be saved in Keychain. It'll already be offered there for you. Yeah. Big deal. Very handy. Yep. Couple tips coming up in our second hour. They're in the show notes. Uh, how to blank out sensitive info in screenshots and photos. Also, how to change the focus point on a portrait photo before or after you've taken it. And if you want a BlackBerry-like keyboard for your iPhone, we have the solution for you. Hour number two coming up. Stay with us. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Our number two for our first show of 2024. Welcome if you're just tuning in. The podcast will be there for the first hour, but the show notes of all the things we've discussed is there now at tech-talk.ca. January 6, 2024, Saturday morning. We are live Sunday afternoon. The 7th is a rebroadcast, and Brian's working away on a podcast, and we don't keep distracting him, getting him to do other things. <laughs> Brian is... I'm Brian Pavlicich, your Tech Talk producer. And keeping me on the straight and narrow. I'm Charles Martin, the Victoria Mac and iOS use group program director. And uh, if you're looking at the show notes, I'm the one who looks like he's recently deceased in these photos of who's on this way. Or recently resurrected. <laughs> yes. Charles is going to get me a new picture. You will see him in real life on our monthly... I, I really am that pale is the problem. VMUC, uh, an email here from Diane. You mentioned a monthly tech Zoom meeting. Not sure if it's called VMUG. Yes, it is. V-M-U-G. Victoria, Mac, and iOS user group. We didn't add the and iOS into the acronym. It would get weird. Yeah. Can you, you tell me how to sign up? Info on date and time. It's on Zoom and website. I forgot to put that in the show notes here. Well, it's uh, well, we have several meetings by Zoom yeah. a month. We have yes. uh, a leftover Sydney sake from when we used to meet in person uh, that meets on the fourth Saturday. And we have our general meeting is on the second Wednesday. And our novice sig is on the first Tuesday. But you don't need to write all that down. We have a website. It's called vmug, V-M-U-G dot B-C dot C-A. And all of that information is there, including how to join. It's very inexpensive. It's $35 a year. Yeah, but a Diane, year. 
But Diane, for you, this would be ideal. If you want to text me, I will send you um, a guest link so you can come in for free for the first time. And I will go in and update. Charles will hopefully send me a new photo, mm, newer yeah. photo. And I will put that in. And I will also, in the show notes, I will put in the link for those of you that have not um, participated in one of our... We don't have to participate. You can just watch in one of our VMUG Zoom meetings. I'll put that in yeah. below Charles's contact info in the show notes. Yes, I normally please. do that, but this is the first time under the new format. All right. Smack me bad. There. Lots of things in there. Okay, a couple texts here for you. Uh, dun, dun, dun. If I may please ask you to spell the chat GPT extension for Mac as mentioned by Charles. Uh, E-L-E-P-H-A-S. Eliphas. And that will be covered in detail by Etan and Charles at the VMUG meeting that starts Wednesday, 7 p.m. That's right. We try to get the Zoom meeting up and running. We call it the pre-show by about 6.45. Yes. Help people make sure they know how to use their Zoom and any miscellaneous questions. And then we launch the meeting at 7 o'clock. That's right. Okay. A couple other questions here. This is from Bill. By text, hi, Alan, just received this email, bracket, screenshot, from Help Center, C-E-N-T-E-R, at Shaw.ca, advising on link to verify my old Shaw email account. Is this a scam or legit? Thanks. It's a, it's probably a scam because they spelled center wrong. And that would not be them. <laughs> yeah, that would not be them. That's not real. Okay, it's always going to be a scam. Thank you, Bill, for being uh, careful about that. Yes, nope. vigilant. Yeah. yeah, on that one. So in the show notes, I don't have that one. I can't see screenshots that you text to me on that system, uh, Bill. But what I did do in the show notes, item number two, and this is the equivalent coming from the other side, watch out for scam emails claiming your Outlook account has expired and needs to be updated. Put a picture of it into the notes there. Contains the subject line mailbox expiration, as shown in the screenshot sent by Peter. It says your Outlook mailbox has reached its expiration date and encourages you to click on a validate now link. Mm-hmm. The email comes from machine316 at reagan.com. First clue. Hmm. Second clue, it is addressed to dear valid customer. Oh, yeah. Valid. As, as opposed to dear invalid customer. Or valued. <laughs> and Yeah, I think that's what they were thinking, but their Google Translate didn't work well. And, you are still human. And if you mouse over the Validate Now button or hold your finger on it on a touchscreen device, you will see that it will take you to docs.google.com slash presentation slash gibberish. <laughs> And well, not gibberish. At least I'm they're nice. honest. But if you click on that, it takes you to a fake Microsoft right. account login page. That's right. And if you give them your email address and password, they will instantly have access to all your emails and can start trying to steal your money and identity by triggering password resets. So, Bill, anybody else, it doesn't matter what the service or company is, we cannot pound this into you too often. We're helpful, trusting people here in Canada. But if you get a text or an email that says you must do something or else... Right. If something, it, yeah, something immediate. Yeah, or something's not going to work, or something's going to happen, or we can't deliver your package. They are all scams. All scams. And I'd rather you asked us than click on it. Yeah. But seriously, you don't need to ask. The answer is, like in the case of Bill, we don't need to see the screenshot, Bill. No, they would that, not do that. Your email right. would stop working if there was a real problem then you could go to your account, whether it's yeah. iCloud for Apple, Outlook for Microsoft, 
Shaw. Also, Rogers has no interest in updating the Shaw email. Yeah, trust me. This is the <laughs> year that it will go away. They're, they're, I think that uh, although they haven't made their announcement yet, my suspicion is they're just going to let it die on its own. Yeah, when the uh, contract with Zimber Collaboration software comes up sometime in the next few months, they'll say, okay, we're not renewing it. You're on your own. Yeah. Yeah. So please. I'm hoping they'll give us all generous amounts of time because otherwise Brian and your and my phones yeah. are all going to explode. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but. I had several clients that went for first time they'd been traveling since before the pandemic for Christmas and discovered when they were in foreign countries that their email wouldn't work. I had I had a client this week that uh, six months ago we moved her off of Shaw email and she uh, she had a different issue with a printer but she wanted to let me know while I was there that um, she hasn't had to manage her mailbox yeah. at all yeah and she was just mm-hmm. so pleased about that that's because <laughs> uh, I think she went to Gmail so she now has 15 gigs compared to the one yeah. that they had before which they have recently updated to <gasps> two. Gigabytes for everyone or just some people? Just uh, some people. Some people. Okay. Yeah. Some yeah. People. yeah some... But if you are going traveling, if this is the year 2024 resolution, if you're going traveling outside North America, totally aside from what Rogers ends up doing or not doing about the service, understand your email will not work unless you go to webmail. So if you're on your phone or your tablet, you're going to have problems. So please get somebody. It doesn't have to be us. Help you migrate off. So that. speaking of migrating off your ISP, uh, Gil is on the line having trouble with his. Uh, email address that's uh, in the new Outlook program. Hi, Gil. Happy New Year. Hi there. <clears throat> uh, we, got, we were forced into uh, doing the upgrade. No, from, 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 mail from Windows, Windows Mail oh, to, to the Outlook uh, Mail to the app. app, yes. <clears throat> now, um, I'm looking at the Outlook here now, and it does show my, this is my wife's uh, uh, email address. Address. What mm-hmm. does her address end in? At what, Gil? Dot net. No, at, oh, sorry, it's at, sasktel.net, right? Sasktel.net. Wow. Oh, there's your problem. Okay. But he says that it is working on one machine and not the other. Yes. So. Um, I believe Rogers is buying, I can't remember, I'm sorry, one of them, Rogers or Telus is buying sasktel. So oh, yeah. ask sasktel.net is going to be phased out. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, um, the, the reason we're we're using it is when we moved out here from Saskatchewan. Yeah. Um, my wife wanted she worked at Sastel, of course, and she wanted to keep that. Right. To keep in touch with all her friends and and yeah. business people and all that, and we run it off uh, my brother's Sastel account in Regina. Yeah. Mm. It has like several users. Yeah. So what I would suggest you do, if you've got it working on one machine, then um, Brian or Charles or I can help you, and we would go into your SaskTel settings and put a forwarding on, and we would forward the messages to a new Outlook.com account for your wife, and then we would go in and use... um, well, Brian, we all know how to do it. It's complicated, and that's why we don't give you notes on how to do it. We would move all the emails and contacts that are there now in the SaskTel account over to the Outlook.com account. Yeah. 
And then we put a message on the bottom of all the emails your wife sends on all her devices. It says, hey, please note my new email address. Please update your contact info for me. Yeah, because sadly, uh, that Sastel is probably going away. By the way, speaking yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, so, so stay on the line, Gil, and Brian will get your number, and we'll talk to you and see if we can help you out with that. Anybody else that's doing this? I understand, Charles, the... Oh, yeah, we want to stay connected because we've got this, but this is the type of problem you have. And then we get like a Yahoo where you can't put a forwarding on in Canada. Or, you know, um, or if you go, there's still a few people on IslandNet, so it means you manually have to spend the hours, if not days, reaching out to everyone. So while we can still do it with Shaw at shaw.ca while we can still put a forwarding on while we can still move all your messages and your contacts please yeah I was going to say if you know any UVic retired faculty people (laughs) ask them about the promise that was made to them about their email address and how that worked out so but you know the new Outlook does say it supports regular IMAP addresses but Sastel is not regular IMAP it's irregular (laughs) IMAP for lack of a more complicated terms right Yes. yes. Okay. So it's, if it, when it's it breaks, frozen. It's, it's frozen. On my guess. My guess, <laughs> and this is purely a guess. My guess is that the Sasktel servers are like the old Shaw servers. They're of varying vintages, and okay. you don't know which server system your account is on. Yeah. And so one person's account works, mm. and the other one goes no. Okay. And yep. you call them, and they basically say, "Why are you still using it?" <laughs> go on to Outlook or Gmail or iCloud. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but how do I get there and all that move? Right. They basically gave up on people. So, yeah, I'll find yeah, out who's yeah. buying that, but that's what it is. So we'll help you out, Gil. But anybody else, please take these calls that you hear as your gentle pillow in the face that you need <laughs> You need to do. Well, because I, I got dark quick. <laughs> because what be, what was very simple becomes really complicated after they throw roadblocks in our way, and we right. hate yeah. having to spend you know all that time and, in your case, money to do it when we can do it yeah. now easily. And I know there are some people who really uh, you know they they've always had their Shaw email or whatever it was, and they don't want to move. And I get that. I totally get yeah. that. But. Uh, guess what's going to happen when they throw that switch or make that announcement? Yeah. And probably yeah. the best analogy We're is a little be crude. Up for six months. You always had an outhouse. If you're of our age, you remember an outhouse. And then one day there's this thing called the flush toilet. And did you go, no, I'm still going to the outhouse? No, you just learned how to use the flush toilet. So. That's a great analogy for email provided by your internet service provider. Especially since a lot of it is the same content as the outhouse. And if you think of it, if you're moving from Oak Bay to Saanich, which is tell us to Shaw or whatever, you can't take the outhouse with you. Well, I suppose you well, could, but you're going to have to dig a new hole. But this is why, yeah, like the Saskel, the Saskel they could only keep because they yeah. had a relative there yeah. who kept an open account. But with the Shaw addresses, if you want to go to TELUS, too bad. They've got you held hostage by your email. Yeah, and right. it doesn't matter which care. You never want to get your email from your provider. Right, because that locks you to the provider. Yep. That's exactly there right. Go. Okay, so box away. Back with more after this. 20 after the hour on Tech Talk on our first show of 2024. In the homework videos, won't bother getting Brian to play them because fireworks are fireworks are fireworks. But there's <laughs> what I did was because there were some really, really impressive fireworks for, for New Year's. Some of you may have watched some of them. So I put what I thought were the best ones. Eddie, you're welcome to disagree. Uh, number 40 is the video we mentioned of Tom Scott flying off into the sunset after 10 years. 
arguably the world's best New Year's fireworks show in Sydney, Australia, as 41. 42, my choice for the second best was the Champs-Élysées in Paris. It's such a big city, Charles and Brian. They do one at the Eiffel Tower, mm-hmm. which we watched on New Year's Eve. And then I didn't realize they do this massive one lining the entire Champs-Élysées. And because there's so many people a la Times Square, they do a huge countdown projected onto the... Uh, Arc de Triomphe at the end. Right. And But it was just spectacular. And so I give you in the notes, 42, the fireworks themselves start 19 minutes into the video because you get to see the countdown. London always seems to have the best choreographed one. They use drones and they mix in clips of, for example, His Majesty and a couple other people. So they really right. give a theme to it. After three years off due to unrest and COVID, Hong Kong put on its biggest New Year's fireworks show to date. That's 44. And then one I'd not seen, Suzhou Bay and China, New Year's fireworks. Even though they are on the Lunar New Year and all that, they make a big deal out of it. So that is all there. And right below that is our sign of the week. <laughs> yeah, good one. <laughs> Thank you. We started that. For those of you that don't know, this started back when COVID first hit, oh God, three years ago. And we really needed some cheering up because we were all in isolation and everything else. And so people started finding funny signs. And so if any of you f- spot a sign anywhere to my buddies in Austin and Seattle and others that send these regularly, please just fire them off uh, by email to me and we'll put them in the bottom of the show notes every week. And feel free to copy them and paste them and share them. And However, it's just there to add a little levity to the world that we need. A couple deals. Virgin Plus has belatedly followed the lead of Freedom Mobile and Public Mobile, guys, and is offering a $34 a month plan, 50 gigabytes of data. So that's good. That's the competition that we were wanting. We were expecting the carriers to all jump on this for Boxing Week when they didn't do it for Black Friday. Mm -hmm. Uh, Public Mobile did. That's the budget plan from TELUS. And then Virgin Plus. Now, the plan includes 5G data speeds, unlimited Canada-wide calling, and unlimited international texting. Unlike the Freedom Mobile offer, it does not include Canada-USA calling and data roaming. Right. So Mm -hmm. if Canada-USA is important to you, I would go for the Freedom version. Yeah. And this one I don't understand. It also limits video streaming, for some reason, to SD, standard definition quality, 480p. I I sort of get it. If you're on a small phone, like an iPhone SE, you're really not going to be able to tell much of a difference between standard and high. What? But Uh, 480? I beg to differ. I had somebody do that literally on an iPhone SE 2020, Mm -hmm. and we switched it. Oh, it'll be sharper on HD for sure. But Noticeably you're, you're sharper. On, you're watching on a bus or something. You know, you're you're not in an ideal circumstance sure, to be critically you're not viewing. See se- maybe you won't see 720 to 1080. Right. But 480, yeah. They went, yeah, oh, I my guess, God, what's yeah. wrong with my phone? And I said, that's what 480 is. So I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. Um, Freedom and Public both allow you to stream video at 1080p or at 4K2160 if your phone supports what was that. What the first TV at? Was it 4? I feel like it was 480. No, it's worse than that. Much, yeah, much, much worse. Yeah, 360. Well, no, I, no, I think 240. Yeah, I, yeah, mean, I remember 240. That. Yeah. But that 480 is not much better. Yeah. <laughs> All three of these offers expire at the close of business on Sunday. Yeah. So if I can ask, if I can give you one New Year's resolution for yourself, when you hear about new stuff, if you're interested, 
please don't wait. Do some homework and then jump on it because it really, uh, I go, uh, when somebody calls and says, yeah, that TV offer that you mentioned two weeks ago, is that still on? And I go, no, the $900 saving is gone now. Yeah, so these right. offers are up here now. So that's why we tell you about these things. We don't get paid any money to do this. We just, right. just save you money. Speaking of which, Charles, the Epson EcoTank printer. Uh, sorry, somebody was about to go down to London Drugs and get one from mm-hmm. your colleagues there. But it's $339. It's on sale for 270 at Costco. And they're giving you a bonus black ink. The uh, Well, we um, London Drugs does have a price match policy, but... They don't, but obviously they can't give you that particular edition because that's yeah. an edition special to Costco. And I don't know, I've asked this question, do you price match with Costco? Because normally because Costco has a membership fee in the rule, in the past that's been the rule that you won't price yeah, I match. Don't, I don't know. I don't believe that LD, as much as we love them, I don't believe that they will price match with a store that has a membership fee like Costco. Mm. And again, even if they did, as good as that would be, this comes with an extra black ink bottle. So right. that one's so out that's there. So that's a special edition, so we, we wouldn't be able to match it. Even if we did match Costco, we yes. wouldn't be able to match it because we don't have that item. Speaking of Epson, hi, Alan and gang, says somebody whose phone number ends in 1878, got an Epson Tank 2800 before Christmas. Mm-hmm. The little screen is saying, a new firmware is released. Mm-hmm. Update the firmware from setup menu. Should I update? And if so, how? Yes, and uh, you, what you uh, what you do because I do this all the time. I'm I'm talking myself out of a job. Hey, <laughs> anyway, go to uh, on the screen. Uh, go to the right until you see the word maintenance. Uh, or actually, no, I take twenty eight hundred. It's going to be settings, settings, and then scroll s- way down to the very to very firmware bottom, update to firmware update, and just let it take care it's of itself. It's about six different. Okay, 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 start and do yeah. that. Yeah, a firmware update is like a brain transplant. It's the same way you do a Mac update or a Windows update or an iOS update on your computer or your phone. That's right. This is a better brain for your printer. Right, it's a secure. new set of instructions for that printer that hopefully yeah. will make it work better. Now, the way this works is that it'll look like it's not doing anything for a while. Yeah. The light, with the little on-power light will it'll flash. flash. It'll turn itself off and then turn itself back on. You don't have to do... Once you started this process, you do nothing. This is from Martin who was asking the question. I read the full text. Um, One key thing about firmware updates, not a big deal here, but you never want to update um, firmware on any device during a thunderstorm or during a big storm because if the power goes out, it is the technical equivalent of turning the lights off in the operating room during a brain transplant. What would happen? And there's no backup generator. Right. So also don't, like, pilfer around behind your computer managing your cables and <laughs> risk unplugging it because it doesn't even know yes. where to pick up again. That's you'll, right. You'll have a very heavy paperweight. Yes. Because it cannot be fixed if, if something a, yeah, goes wrong. The firmware the update is interrupted, and it only takes a few mo- minutes. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. not a big deal. Yeah. And the, the odds here are much lower than where I used to live in Florida, yeah. for example. But don't let that power go out while you're doing a firmware update. Yes. Um, oh, um, no, that Martin was not asking the question about the EcoTank. I'm sorry. On my screen, it gets a little weird for text messages. Martin was saying, thanks for the Rogers two-year value plan tip. Ours expires in May. I just phoned, and they upped it to one gigabyte for $1 more per month, locked in for two years from today, but pleased with it. That's great. That's great. So anybody else that missed the first hour of the show, Reader's Digest condensed version, well, can't say that anymore because Reader's Digest is going away. What? Um, yes. 
Oh. But if you are on... All my you, jokes come from there. If you are not on a Rogers value plan, former Shaw customer, right. get on one before the 10th, otherwise the rates go up. Right. Link is, link is in the show notes about that item number 10, or after a news update. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. As we roll on for our first show of 2024, next week is the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. We're not being able to go this year, maybe next year, Brian. Once you're no longer, well, you'll still be a daddy, but <laughs> yeah, in diaper we'll time. Ron yeah, really I'll wants to go it. on. Kyle wants to go. Kyle Wilson will be here with us so we can at least go over all the stuff that is discovered there. Yeah. Apple Insider is also going to be doing a ton of coverage. We have people that'll be on the floor. We have an Instagram account for it. We have, you know, and so on and so on because there's so much stuff. Yeah. I put introduced a link. there that we will that'll roll out over the rest of the year. I put a link at the bottom of the show notes there. Um, item number twenty-seven, a preview from PC Mag. It sounds like it's going to be an iterative year. In other words, not a year of oh wow, huge, uh, amazing new things, but just you know some fine tuning right. of things. But that's here if you want to get a handle on that. We'll keep track of that. Brian has gone into the show notes and put in the handout as promised. If you're going traveling and want to stay connected without going broke, especially if you're going to several countries, Patrick for email, and I forget the person who was asking, Barb, I think it was, Aerolo has a great global eSIM option, so I created a PDF there. And they also, because I've signed up myself and used it, they gave me a referral code, so you can save three bucks if you go to use it by using the code ALLEN0820. So that's item 28 in the show notes. One that I know is near and dear to Charles. Item number 27. If you loved your BlackBerry and really, really, really want... He's laughing. We made a lot of fun of this on last night's AI Daily. If you want a BlackBerry-like keyboard for your phone, then there's a company called Clicks. And you literally snap your iPhone. It has to be an iPhone 14 Pro, 15 Pro, or 15 Pro Max so far. If there's demand, they're going to do it for other phones. But you snap, well, you don't snap, you insert your phone into the clicks case and type away on the physical keyboard that's at the bottom of it. Yep. And, and you know, it does what it says on the tin. So this, <laughs> this, brings, yes. so this brings you a BlackBerry-like keyboard physical keyboard that with yeah. buttons you can touch and all that sort of stuff there there are a few issues the number one issue is that every time you get a new phone you'll need a new one of these yes and these are not cheap 139 dollars us yeah but or 159 their, for the pro max model. pro max mm-hmm. to their credit they made it so they have buttons for a backlight for the keyboard mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. also voice input button for commands and tabs so they added to the blackberry but they kept the layout exactly the same qwerty keyboard Mm -hmm. Um, The case is not water-resistant. You cannot plug wired AirPods into the case. And CarPlay only works for the iPhone 14 Pro model Because it's using Lightning, and they've got that all set up. The the, the iPhone 15s use USB-C, and they're still figuring all that out. Probably the biggest drawback to this is that it's going to extend the length of your phone. So now it's going to be 188 mils, 7.4 inches. So you do not want to, I would think... Uh, if you put it in your back pocket, it's going to stick out. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't, like, I can swipe text now way faster than I could type out with my thumbs on these things. And I dictate. Yeah, and no, that's I the did. other thing, if, or I'm dictating. Yeah, if once I we get Brian. Noisy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the other thing is it cannot use MagSafe. 
Can't use MagSafe. That's correct. Wireless okay. charging, yes, but Charles no MagSafe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wireless charging, yes, but not MagSafe. That's yeah. right. Yes. But they're, I mean, it's brand new. But yeah, this know? is going to give new life to that joke about is that a banana in your pocket? When you mm-hmm. see it comes in bumblebee yellow and London sky gray. I did like that name. So if you know someone or you, you really, 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 really miss your Blackberry like keyboard. With those cautions, item number 27. And uh, 25 for some reason, at least as I'm looking at the show notes. Yeah, hmm. What do you mean? No, just oh, under, just underneath 27. Oh, shoot. You're right. I will delete that. <laughs> Sorry, I did it twice. Oh, uh, I see that extra uh, late, late night things. Nope. Um, so just hit refresh on your browser and it will be there. A couple of tips here for people asking how to do things, Charles. And a couple of you have come up with some other versions. But item number 24, if you want to share a picture of a document, a plane ticket, passport, or other image, but it's got sensitive Imola info like a barcode or your birth date or your phone number, there's a really easy way to do this in the Photos app on your iPhone or iPad. It's a feature called Markup. Yes. I won't go through the steps. They're there. It's nine simple steps there, but really, you can. it's very simple to do that. Yeah. You've seen me use it a couple times. The first times. time you do it, you might, you might be a little intimidated, but uh, once you have done it once, you'll realize it's very, very logical. Yeah, when I put uh, things into the show notes where I'm putting in, like, scam emails from right. people, and if the person who sent it to me, if their email address is there, I use, I tend to do it on my Windows PC because I'm faster, but if I had to do it out and about, I would use the same technique. Right. And the second one, which I didn't know you could do till somebody asked me, they took a great portrait shot of their dog, but unfortunately the dog was in the corner, and it focused on the background, the dog's fuzzy. Right. And they said, oh, and it's one of those things that we're not going to get that shot again. So I went looking, and lo and behold, um, one of your colleagues at Apple Insider, Nathaniel Pangaro, has written some easy-to-follow instructions. You can actually change the focus point of a photo after you've taken it. Yes, with, yes, with, in portrait with mode the recent only. iPhones. That's yes. correct. So you have to have an iPhone 13 or later, but you can not only change the focus afterwards, but this his little tutorial tells you how to change it beforehand, especially if you're putting in a person or in the corner, mm-hmm. but you want them to be in focus. Then yeah. you can basically just hold on their face. You, yeah, you, t- you tap the screen, not don't touch their face. <laughs> you, you hold the screen down in the area where that person is, yeah. and it'll refocus the picture that way. But as noted, after the iPhone 13, you could do this after you've taken the picture, which is yeah. amazing. Yeah, so thank you to Nathaniel for that one there. So that's item number 25. All the, the photographers shows. who ever used film cameras are screaming from the grave because they they would have loved to have yeah. been able to do that. Back to the phone lines and Linda. Hi, Linda. Hi. I was wondering if you could tell me what uh, what exactly um, um, you could do about... Uh, um, um, take, uh, what you need to do after someone has um, has uh, gotten into uh, an investor's um, uh, cyber secure uh, uh, cyberspace, like and your inf- the cyber investor secu- has been compromised. Yeah, and the person that got in has got the uh, the account number, the name, the address, and the social insurance number. Uh-oh. Oh, oh boy, that's that's a biggie. We'll start with the company itself. And uh-huh. they can help you change your password and start with that. Um, and then they will normally, if they've got in, they'll normally offer you one or two years of credit monitoring because that information you mentioned 
is most of what they need to try and open up, you know, get a mortgage or get a new credit card or something like that. But the key yeah. thing is to change the path. How, do you know how they got in? Uh, no, no. This is this is a company. Um, oh, the, the company, company got compromised. Oh, oh, sorry. The company themselves got compromised, not just you? Uh, yeah, they, they got into the... The company hired a security company, and the security company got hacked. I think that's the right word for it. I okay. really don't understand the terms here. Well, they're not a very good security company, are they? Yeah. <laughs> they should be offering you then, they should be offering you one or two years of credit monitoring. Mm-hmm. They did, but when I tried to enlist, uh, it, 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 I somehow... It's tricky. It is because it is your credit history, so they need to be really, really sure it's you. If you can hang on the line, I'll get Brian to grab your number, and he can remotely connect to your computer. Well, I'm getting caught up with everybody else this week, and then we'll make sure that you get that registered. And there's no strings attached for for that. At the end of the one or two years, then your free service, they will they will encourage you to pay them to continue the protection. Yes. But you can say, no, thanks, I'm good, nothing happened, we're all good. Yes, I just did the setup for the True Identity one for the people who were, was it MGM? Yes, MGM uh, Resorts. Bre- yeah. Data breach, uh, and they don't even ask for any credit card. You give them the, the code that you've been sent out, and yes. you're just easy to set up. Okay, quick break and back with more. David, you'll be up next. Quarter to the hour. One of the things coming up this week, well, not this week, no, I'm getting ahead of myself. Two weeks from now, Samsung is going to unveil its 2024 flagship Galaxy S24 smartphones on the 17th. It's called Samsung Unpacked. And I put the teaser in for you. It says, Zoom with Galaxy AI is coming. Reading between the lines with the analyst guys, it suggests that Samsung is going to cut the cost of making the Galaxy S24 series by reverting back to a 5 times zoom from the 10 times zoom that they had in the S23 Ultra, because that's expensive, right. yeah. but then give you effectively 15 times zoom by, wait for it, using on-device artificial intelligence processing to make zoom images Sharper, And when you are looking at them on the phone, I'm sure they will look fantastic. But you are getting, but you're, you're getting less real. There's yeah. the catch. If you're zooming in for details and realize those details are assumed, <laughs> the yes. pixels in between those So they're bits really are sharp. Assumed. The picture is really sharp, but that's not really how Brian's face looked. Yeah. yeah. But why, oh. why do we need 15 times zoom? What the heck are you shooting on your phones that you need to be able to, you know, zoom birds, at someone's... The eagle yeah, in birds, the tree? plants. Yeah, there's a lot we of We were things. talking about that up at Long Beach this <sighs> week, watching up there. So now, but yeah, the catch is that the photos are going to look great... Great. But yeah. they're not going to be real. Yeah. They're, they're not And real there might be some assumptions made in the detail. AI that aren't... Yeah. That's I mean, no, I still... I mean, if that's all you need it for, then sure, it smoothed out the feathers on the bird. They didn't look blocky. As long as they give me a switch yeah. to turn oh, this sure. off. Right. Because yeah. you're not going to be able to trust anything. You know, I just go out and snap a portrait of you against the waterfront of Dallas Road, and it's not really you. You look great. You look like 10 years younger because the AI smoothed out your skin and all that stuff. It'll be um, interesting to see yeah. how this works yeah. when you're blowing up a photo for um, to actually print. Like on a billboard. Yes. Right. Like I, we, I do this in Photoshop all the time, yeah. the neural filters for super zoom, and you can zoom it yeah. up and up and up. It's They're pretty good, those ones. 
Yeah, I'm sure they. I'm sure it will look great, especially on smaller devices. But what yes. about when you're looking at it on a 60-inch television? Right. Are you going to say, "Hey, wait a minute, that that yep. that close-up has a beard"? Yeah, I don't have a beard. A couple things I wanted to make sure that we um, did cover here because we missed this last week. A couple people asked. Amazon Prime Video is going to start showing ads on February 5th of this year. Ad breaks will start begin appearing. Um, Now, that will be so if you're on Amazon Prime for buying stuff from Amazon, you get Amazon Prime Video included as part of your membership. Right. If you don't want the ads you can pay an additional $2.99 per month here in Canada. Right. So it's a price increase. Yeah. It's just they're not calling it a price increase because <laughs> you can stay there and just watch ads. Yeah. The entire, you know, this was this is the rant I always go on, but the entire reason I moved away from cable television and to streaming, not just to save money, but to get better quality programs with no ads. <laughs> <laughs> You sense that in his voice. So (laughs) you might want to take a piece of paper and write down all the services to which you subscribe and then put the cost next to them. Yes. And then this is another... Do this twice a year, actually. Yeah, suggested New Year's resolution. Which ones do we actually... Are we getting our our money out of? Yeah, what are we watching regularly? My wife and I talk about this all the time. Are we really taking... Because we're trying Prime Route right now. Mm -hmm. Probably won't go past the free trial now. There's nothing. Or if we find enough stuff that we like or are interested in, then we'll sign up for a year. And that's the other big tip that I always tell people. If you're going for a service and you really want that service, sign up for the entire year. And because you will save 20% off the price right off the top. Now, believe it or not, item that's item 17 in the notes. Right above it, item 16. This will be fun trivia for you. There are more than 80 different apps and websites available here in Canada where you can watch TV shows and movies whenever you want. Some you have to subscribe to, while more and more let you watch for free, but include unskippable ads. I put a, I just created a little bar. I did snip, 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 and it made five rows of icons. So that's not all of them, but that's a good starting point. And the really cool thing about this, before you subscribe to any one of these, find out if it has the shows you want. There's an app or a website called Just Watch. Mm -hmm. The app, just get it from the App Store. If you're going on the computer, it's justwatch.com slash CA. Again, this is 16. You can also get this app for your Apple TV box if you have one. But I should also mention that for those of you who don't have this, uh, you can go to the TV app that's on all of your Apple devices mm-hmm. and put in a show that you're interested in. It it doesn't do as great a job as Just Watch, yeah. but it does a pretty great job of telling you where that service, what service that's on. It does the mainstream ones, right. but you may find that you're about to spend money on a mainstream one when, in fact, it was streaming for free with ads on one of these others. So if you're listening to us in another country, justwatch.com, scroll to the bottom and pick your country. For Canada, it's justwatch.com slash CA, or go and get the app for your tablet or phone. Punch in the shows you've, you know, movies from years ago that you thought nobody on the only place you would have found it was Pick a Flick, and they've closed. Right. And then you can go there and you go, oh, it's on that platform. I did not know most of these. I'll be honest. I'm, uh, I, I put a graphic up there. Have fun with that one. So, again, item 16 in the show notes, and apologies for those of you that have already bookmarked it. Show notes in their new home at tech talk. And then bookmark that, and you will have that there for you. Okay, final segment. David got a question about an iMac display. Sorry, didn't see you in the reflection. You will be up next when we continue.
as we continue. Final segment of Tech Talk for our first show of 2024. Text here from Jay from East Souk. Hi, Jay. Hi, Alan. Love the show. Would like to share a tip. I migrated my email address from at shaw.ca to at outlook.com about a year ago. Great. It's working so far, mm-hmm. but I'm going through my 400-plus online accounts to update them anyways. Don't do what I did. Sequence is crucial. Update your online accounts first, then delete your at shaw.ca account. Many online accounts insist on sending verification to your old defunct account. That's right. And this is a very important tip. It's one of the best ones I've heard this year. That's really good. And a slight little tweak that might help there would be to um, go into your at shaw.ca account on webmail, Uh go to preferences, go to mail, and put a forwarding on. So all your emails are are forwarded from your Shaw address to your Outlook. That way, when Bank X sends a verification email to your old Shaw address, it's there on your new Outlook one, and you can respond and do that. And I would suggest start with, if you're going to change your email address, which a lot of you have, very good, start with your bank. That is the most important one. Yep. Then do uh, the other one. Yep. To the phone lines. And David. Hi, David. Happy New Year. Hi. Happy New Year to you, too. Thanks. How can we help? Thanks for waiting so long. I have a desktop iMac. Mm -hmm. And for the past week, every second or third time I turn it on, my my screen is very, very dark. I can barely read anything. Then it tends to self-correct like it has right now. Oh, good. Got it, and it's white and... Charles is nodding. I think he knows. This is the backlight that that monitor relies on is failing. And it will get worse and worse and worse. Uh, uh, London Drugs and Simply Computing, I think, are both Apple authorized repair centers. So you may want to go and spend the, the, the diagnostic money to find out if this is worth repairing. How old is it? I've forgotten exactly, but I would say about five years. Oh, I tell you how you can find out. Yeah. Charles taught me this one. If you go up and click on the Apple logo in the top left corner. Yes. Are you at it now? Can you do this? Yes. Okay, click on that and then click on About This Mac. That's right. And you'll get a little pop-up in the center of the screen, and it will tell you. It depends on what operating system you're running, where that yeah. information will be found exactly, but there's usually little tabs about yeah. storage, but display, right the all that stuff. But right it should tell you. What but does right it say on yours, pop-up. David? It says uh, da, 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 iMac 2017. Okay, so it is seven, seven years. years old. Yeah, that's yeah. not worth investing any money into it at that point. That's I you've gotten agree. your lifetime out of it. That's about seven or eight years is kind of what you expect to get these days. That's right. Yeah, so what would you suggest for, for David to do in terms of he's got an iMac? So. Well, like I said, it's worth giving, giving people, a, uh, it's worth giving London Drugs or somebody a call and saying, what would it cost? Well, no, but seven uh, years. And then seven years, uh, you're, you know, if you... But in terms of replacing it, what would be the, what's, what's the David looking iMac. at? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's he looking at in terms of price tag? Uh, just so he's sitting down. 14, 1500 Okay. Something like that. Make sure you get the Apple Care Plus. It's really important. The iMacs now, they're blazing fast, all yeah. the series from the MacBooks, etc. But things are micro-soldered. If something fails, yeah. yes, London Drugs or any other authorized center can fix it at a retrociously high cost. In most cases, it's going to be replaced, and they will do that with the Apple Care Plus. If not, eh. and yeah. this can happen one month in, it can happen 10 years in. 
Right, so, and this is the interesting thing about Apple Care Plus is that now Apple has a way for you to pay for it beyond yeah. the three years. Just so a few seconds before going. we go, um, Windows 11 people and WordPad apps are being retired. Ah, ah. This makes me mad. There you go. So the people nice app is fine simple. because um, its functionality along with new abilities such as group emailing are built into the new Outlook Mail app. I'll come up with tabs on what yeah. to do there. Apple people, you still have text edit. There we go. And the people app was a dumpster fire. I'm just going to say good riddance. <laughs> yes. Good riddance to that one. But WordPad, there you go. WordPad was Good awesome. to have you, Charles. We'll see you at the VMUG meeting on Zoom on Wednesday. Link Very coming good. in the show notes. Thanks for joining us for Always the first show of 2024. Thanks as always, Brian. Podcast coming up. We'll leave you with the late David Soul. Hard to believe he's 80 years old when he passed away. And looking back, the very best of you. Just for a rainy evening, when maybe stars are few. Don't give up on us, I know. We can still come through. And so it goes.